Mic check, mic check, Matt week one. Mic check, mic check, Matt is pretty cute. <laughs> he is very cute. He's a cute guy. <laughs> Welcome to Podcasting Without Reasons, where ABC has lined up some new drama. And we are bringing you some historical analysis. I'm Renmardia. My name is Brendan, and it's good to have you all back for yes, another... Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Another year, another season of the Bachelor Nation franchise. And we started out with a banger. For sure. For sure. We, I... We have Love the incredibly handsome. We have the incredibly handsome Matt James as our bachelor. I'm smitten by him already. Was I texting my mom, telling her about how cute I thought he was? And she texted me, no joke. My mom was like, maybe he doesn't find love this season and you can find him. <laughs> maybe you can get in touch with him afterwards. <laughs> I was like, mom, I want the season to be successful, but I also want my love life to be successful in 2021. So hopefully he doesn't find love. I hope he does find love, but I hope it's not with Abigail. What? Why? Because I want her to be my bachelorette. Okay, no. Yes. I, she would be a wonderful bachelorette for sure. But I think that they would be so... No, they would be an adorable couple. That doesn't mean I can't selfishly want her as my lead. And that's okay. It's true. It's true. It's true. And I don't want them to sabotage it because they want her as a lead. I don't think, she's, I don't think they're going to sabotage it. I think there's so many good girls this season. Ones that I genuinely, like, from the beginning, was like, I like this one. I like this one. I like this one. Yeah, and one of those girls is my friend Caroline's cousin-in-law, Kit. That's right. Kit, the socialite from New York. Yes. Kit, who said, you can, wait, what was the exact quote I texted? I have it down. She said, you can be the queen. I'll be the president, the king, and the CEO. The king, the CEO. Yeah. I texted I texted um, her and a couple of some other friends, and I was like, guys, Kit is killing it. I love it. And, and also, uh, Kit, on his good hair. So. And Kit and Victoria will end up on a two-on-one, and Victoria oh, will go home. Because 100%. Victoria is not only more irritating, but also way less attractive than she is. Victoria is, Victoria is walking nonsense, okay? Yeah. That girl, we'll get into it, we'll but get into it. Yeah. goodness. Ugh, but yeah. We, uh, we, okay, so let's just dive right in. Yeah. We start the episode, we're learning about Matt, because this is, I, I knew about Matt because another podcast that I listen to is obsessed with Matt James 919 as, as, as his Instagram handle. I, I am, I'm, I'm loving, I'm loving Matt James. His mom was super sweet. Yeah. I don't I did, know like, how far into the season we get before we see Tyler. I also did enjoy, though, the way that, and I always say every season that I watch this on Hulu, but I did enjoy the fact that this episode um, began with, it had a cold open yeah. for the first time. Mm-hmm. It off because I was like, I was like, what is this? Did I accidentally jump ahead in the episode? Yeah. What is this? I really like that. I'm a, I'm a huge fan. Like, I, I liked it. So, and that cold open, what a cold open. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, gosh. But, yeah. Um, I One thing I know for sure that stuck out to me about Matt James, um, his laugh is adorable. Yeah. His laugh. He seems like this is going to be a really fun season. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, he seems super genuine. This seems like a fun guy and a fun group of girls. Like, this is not going to be... Like, it's going to be catty, obviously, but I think they're going to have a lot of fun. Like, I feel like this feels like a very goofy, fun-centric group of girls. It's going to be real catty. I oh, think yeah. you definitely played it with that statement. <laughs> I, think I think this is going to be... I think there's going to be a Luke-esque feature to the cattiness. Mm-hmm. And I think the cattiness will be centered around Victoria. And as soon as Victoria leaves, there will be cattiness among the girls in terms of, like, different different issues. But I think for a, for a good amount of time, she will be, it will be Victoria-centric in terms of the I, issues. I knew, obviously, like, I knew that he was going to pick her for, just because, you She's know, producer, they need Rose. somebody like that around. But, because I was like, honestly, did he really like her? Did he? No. And Demi, Demi tweeted it last, on Monday night. She goes, congratulations, Victoria, for the, re- for the receiving of your Bachelor producer, Rose. Mm-hmm. Like, that's ridiculous. That girl. Oh, goodness. She, she was super annoying. I didn't like anything about her. I didn't find her attractive. So there was there was no reason other than producers asking him to for him to keep her. It was rough. It was rough watching her. Not going to lie. I don't like her. <laughs> I don't like her either. But let's jump into these intro packages. The first yes. girl that... Okay, so my first wrong move of the season... Alicia really liked her, thought she was going to do really well. Ballerina? Yes. Yeah. And mm. we saw an intro package with Alicia and Abigail, Kristen, the lawyer, Maggie from Ethiopia, the pharmacist, Anna, and Sarah. And then we yes. saw just other girls randomly getting ready as they got ready for the night. Yes. Um, I, too, thought that Alicia was going to be, I think I thought she was going to at least stay longer than night one. Yes, that was unfortunate. I really liked her. When she was leaving, I was like, oh, oh, shoot. The ballerina's gone? Huh. Didn't predict that. They seem to always give us an intro package for somebody who doesn't make it. And she'll end up on the island. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, she'll end up on the island and we'll be like, oh, yeah, she was the one that went home night one. She was really pretty. You liked her, Brennan, right? I, I did like her. This, that's how this will go. Yes, for sure. And then uh, as we get ready, Matt asks if he can sit down and talk to Chris, which was not, which was totally not staged and planned. Oh, my gosh. I know. So it was just so, so Genuine? original and authentic. Yes. I totally didn't plan that ahead of time. Right. And edit the car driving in and making it seem like they're going to be waiting outside for him. Like, right. come on. You know that they were playing. It was just like, oh, okay. So, you know. And then uh, Matt and Chris sit down and he kind of talks to him. He talks to Chris about, like, the struggles he's having as, like, the first African-American bachelor. And, like, the expectations that, like, society puts on him in terms of, like, his choice. Mm-hmm. I really loved this conversation. I'm not going to lie. Yes. Uh, I think that it was so great. And even though it was obviously staged, the, you know, the beginning of it, um, like that transition, I think that listening to him talk about this was just something. And it, I think it's, it's good that we had Tasha 
you know, we're coming off of the high of Tasha mm-hmm. being the Bachelorette, transitioning into Matt James being the Bachelor. They've already had like Tasha set the stage for these serious conversations to happen, and it it was like it's okay to talk about this stuff on screen during something fun, during you know this like lovely lovey dovey show, you know. But like it needs to be addressed, you know, and I yeah. think so. It just was super helpful to hear him talk about the pressure that he's put on himself, you know, and the worries that, you know, he doesn't want to disappoint black people. He doesn't want to disappoint white people. But that yeah. is something that a multiracial person does carry with them. Yeah. And I I don't know if this was just me, but I want to know if you if you picked up on this. I picked up on a poll like. In terms of, like, it felt like me, like, he was like, I prefer to date white people, but I don't want to be, I, I don't want people to think I'm a bad person for picking a white person. I think that, um, maybe, you know, I think that, I think that's what he was saying. What he was saying, though, was like, if I pick a white girl... I don't want to piss off black people. Right. And I'm, I'm, I, my, I saw that as I have a preference mm-hmm. and I don't want that preference to be judged. It could be. It could be. And yeah. I'm not saying it is. I'm just saying that's that's the feeling I got as I was watching. I'm just like, mm-hmm. maybe he has a preference mm-hmm. and the preference isn't what people would expect him to have a preference. Yeah, for. that's true. That's true. Because also he probably wouldn't carry that worry with him so much if he didn't, you know, um, if he didn't like date white girls, I guess, yeah. you know, because mm-hmm. um, yeah, if, if he mainly dated black girls, then maybe it would just be like, okay, you know, like black people would be fine. White people would be like, oh, okay. Like he's dating a black girl. So yeah. I think that's a legit, that's a legitimate um, assumption, I think. And I wouldn't be shocked, you know, yeah. I wouldn't like, be shocked either way. Yeah. I mean, Matt seems to kind of do what he, what he wants to do. Mm hmm. He just seems so nice. I'm just so happy to have him. Bored by him. But I'm not bored with him. No, I was I was worried about that, but uh I I I was worried that he was gonna be a little boring, but I mm-hmm. I'm I'm not bored so far. No. But uh right. he so they talk about that and then Chris just tells him pick who you wanna pick and then don't let don't let it worry you. Just find your love, and that's mm-hmm. what it is. And then we head back out there, and the first limo pulls up. Yep. First limo pulls up, and who was it that got out? Brie was first. Brie. Okay. I like Brie a lot. Brie's I see Brie going She far. seems very calm. She seems very centered. Yes. I she is in my sneak peek uh she's in my power she's in my top four i do not have a top four yet what i i have two definite and two that are way open but i have two definite top fours really oh yeah there's two i don't even know names yet how do you have a top four yet i don't have i said i have two Oh, yeah, okay, you have two brackets then. I, uh, I have a top two, I guess. <laughs> okay. Mm. But uh, 
I guess I just gave away my top two because I told somebody else. Um, I, I was talking about how much I loved Abigail, and now I'm saying how much I love Brie. I'm pretty sure that's my power ranking. Right. I was going to say, I was like, I feel like that, like, now I know. <laughs> <laughs> and then we uh, we meet Rachel. Uh, Mike, uh, Mike. Matt says she's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, Rachel, let me pull up her information real quick. Real quick. Rachel, Rachel, Rachel. Which one is she? I don't see her on here. It's R-A-C-H-A-E-L. Hmm. But, I, I mean, they. he seemed to really smile at her, and uh, so that's that's good. I think he said... Was this the one he said he didn't he didn't know what to think? Um oh oh Rachel, yeah. I I like her. Um, I know somebody he said okay, no, that's not yet. Okay, sorry, not yet. But no, I liked Rachel. Rachel seemed nice. Yeah. She they had a good conversation later on. Yes, yes. Yeah, then, I like her. And then there's Sarah. Sarah, we met on the intro packages. I think she was a uh, a TV person, like a news, mm-hmm. yeah. Newscaster. She's a broadcast journalist from San Diego, California. Yes. Then we have uh, Jacinia. I like her name. I do too. Mm-hmm. I don't remember anything else about her, but I liked her name. Yeah, I think it's really pretty. And then we she- have. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> do you have something for her, or are you just? Oh no, I'm just acknowledging the fact that she's really pretty. Yeah, she was pretty. <laughs> Yeah, and then we have uh, Chelsea. She was a runway model and the only person that was even close to Matt's height. Okay, that is true. Matt is so tall. He's 6'4". 6'4", 6'5". 6'3", to me, like, I'm... I don't know if I've said this on our podcast before, but I'm five foot tall. Just kidding. Like, in parentheses, I'm four foot 11 and a half. I was going to say four foot 11, I'm pretty sure. Shut up. Anyway, so, but, like, my, like, type of guy is, like, standard 6'3". <laughs> that's just, that's, like, my, that's, that's the thing. So, you're, you're Serena P with the step stool? Yes. Okay. So, when I saw that step, step stool, I was, like, yes, I understand that. I actually need to buy one for my new apartment. <laughs> <laughs> the look on your face, you guys couldn't see him, but just... he re- from making a short joke for sure. I, I, I mean, you, you kind of did it yourself, so like there wasn't really a room. There really wasn't a place for it. <laughs> but uh, so we have Chelsea. She is a, run, a runway model, and then she had like super short, like natural hair. Yes, and she, I thought that was nice. He was really into her. Yes, dress. he was super into her dress. But oh, yeah, she's she, fun. She's currently learning Spanish online. Huh. Her favorite meal is snacks, especially if popcorn and hot Cheetos are on the menu. Interesting. I'm not a hot Cheetos guy. I love Cheetos. I just don't like hot Cheetos. I don't like Cheetos, but I do love popcorn. It's hard to beat popcorn. Like movies, not like microwave popcorn. That's not my favorite, but like. Oh, no. Like movie no, theater popcorn. No, pre-popped in the bag. No, that's even worse. That's what? the worst kind of popcorn. Smart food, smart food popcorn, smart food. If you want to sponsor us, I'm obsessed with that white cheddar. Okay, that's fine, but <laughs> like pre pop bag popcorn in general is not my thing. Okay, what do you like? Thing. Like 
popped on the stove, like fresh. Just like movie theater popcorn. Mm-hmm. Wait, oh gosh. I oh my gosh, Brennan, I haven't been in the movie theater since like the beginning of COVID. So like the fact that like you just said that, I was thinking like top secret movie theater, not like real movie theater. Ah. Uh. I like, what, just mourn, mourn my movie-going experience for a second. I get more last time I went to a movie. It's been oh so gosh. long. I'm pretty sure it was my last movie was Knives Out. Ugh. I'm going to drop a tear for Knives Out. <laughs> okay. Next is Mari. Uh, I didn't think their, their conversation was special until he said, uh, you ever meet someone and not know what to say? That just happened. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, okay. He was real taken with Mari. Mari seems very serious. Yeah. I think that there would be a good balance for him because he's he seems goofy. Does he? Like, he seems shy to me. But, he seems like he needs a girl that's, like, fun and, like... Yeah, but I, okay, but I also saw him throw a cake in Tyler C's face last week at a Dolphins game. Oh, really? Yeah. For his birthday. They were celebrating his birthday... And they're like blowing out the candles, and then he threw the whole cake in Tyler's face. Hilarious. So, I mean, maybe I mean maybe it's just that Tyler brings it out of him. I don't know. Yeah. And then but we Mari have seems, uh, Mari seems kind of serious to yeah. me, and she did, she did not appreciate a vibrator tapping her on her shoulder. No, I would not either. <laughs> uh, then we have I'm not even pronounce her name. We're just gonna give her her nickname, Maggie from Ethiopia, the pharmacist. Oh yeah. I love that she said, you can call me Maggie. I was like, oh, thank goodness, because I did not want to prompt anything else. <laughs> uh, we have Carolyn. Gave him lavender from her mom's garden. That's cute. Doesn't matter. Nope. Uh, <laughs> Sydney said he's the hottest person she's ever met. Mm-hmm. Kristen said he's guilty of being fine, because, you know, if, you ha- if you're a lawyer, then you have to do a lawyer pun. Wait, which one was that? Kristen. Kristen, okay, of course. Uh, you have to. It's I think it's required. Uh, yeah. Anna gave him a survival kit. I thought that was sweet. Yeah. Kayla drove up in a truck. Since okay. they're both from North Carolina. Serious points for Kayla, though. That was good. That was good. Serious points for Take, Kayla. Taking advantage of the only taking advantage of the uh, the common ground. Common ground and. She she drove up in a stick shift. Could not. She's from North Carolina, so she got a little twang. Mm-hmm. I like the twang. And they also had a picnic in the back of that truck with sweet tea. The only way I could drive a stick was if someone was like, okay, it's in first. All you have to do <laughs> is drive it 10 miles an hour to wherever you're going. And then, just, and then just park it. I'm just like, okay, I can do that. That's all I, I do not do. know how to drive a stick. And one of, like, I'm here, I'm saying it here first. One of my goals in 2021 is to learn how to drive a stick. Just so I can be like, I'm so impressive. No, no necessity, no sort of any difference in my life. Just so I can be like, yeah, I can drive a stick. <laughs> but yeah, she showed up in that truck, stick shift, and had a sweet tea and a picnic prepared in the back of that truck. Yes. The only thing that was missing was stargazing. That's perfect. Yes. Uh, we have Serena C. She tripped on her way up there. That was hilarious. That was rough. <laughs> that was rough. 
And I thought, like, before she did it, I thought to myself, what if somebody falls? Because I know I would fall. Yeah. And then she did it. Yeah. That was, there was a lot of stairs. There was a lot of No, she tripped, she tripped on her way to him. Oh, wait. Who was the girl that fell on the stairs? That was Victoria. Okay. Yeah. Serena, Serena tripped on, like, the first step. Okay. Yeah. So then... Okay, okay. Yeah, I remember now. Okay. Yeah, Victoria, though. So that was Serena C. Serena P brought a step stool. Shout out to Serena P. That's right. Gotta be prepared. Uh, Alicia was a ballerina. Then we have Sine. Sana. I don't remember I don't remember how to pronounce her name. I think it's Sine. I think. And then she said he was the goat and he wore <laughs> and then she wore goat shoes. Which was hilarious because then when she realized she was like, Everybody's so pretty and I'm wearing goat shoes. I'm yeah. wearing goat feet. Yeah, you as soon as you do the bit, you throw those in the bushes on the way in. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, she like I guess she like didn't bring other shoes. I don't know. Later on she later on she was in different shoes. Okay, I was like, she had to have had other shoes. She probably okay. did that ITM as soon as she got inside. Yeah. And then just, Apparently, they just waited. as a fun fact, she had a pet parrot for most of her childhood. Hmm. So that's exciting. Yeah. <laughs> then we have Alana who did the spaghetti kiss like a lady in a tramp. That was cute. It, I don't know. What did you it think wasn't of it? anything. It wasn't anything. Yeah, it didn't make it didn't make a I forgot that even happened until just now. It it clearly didn't make a lasting impact. No. And even the girls upstairs were just like, okay. They're like, oh wow, and, she she went in for it. She kissed them. But like but like normally when a contestant kisses the lead on entrance it causes a big kerfuffle. And mm -hmm. that one, yeah, they didn't uh, really care. A couple of people were like, oh, that's kind of ballsy. And that was it. Mm -hmm. Now, this next girl took it too far. Is it the lingerie girl? Kylie. She wore lingerie, and she let him choose which dress she was going to pick out. He was, he, she was going to wear. Which is, a, which is, all in all, a good move. Like, hey, why don't you, well, I'm going to show how attractive I am. I'm also going to learn more about you and let you pick out the dress I'm going to wear. Yeah. But like she, also, if she show, if she ties the robe, I think that saves the issue. You think? I so, think so. You're saying that she having the robe open was too much? I think for the other girls, that was the line. Yeah, I think. But I also, it also wouldn't have been as creative. No. No, I don't think she it would. She obviously knew she was attractive. Yeah. And was showing it off. Yeah, yeah. So if she was going to close the robe and there was, you might, she might as well just walked up in a dress. I don't think that it. I I don't think that it made them hate her though. Like no, yeah, I, think, they, I think the frustration was short lived. Mm -hmm, yeah. So again, yeah. Like I think that these girls aren't really like they're not tripping up on a lot. No. Not yet, like, at least. That girl kissed him already? Cool. That girl walked up in a lingerie, they talked about it for a bit, and then that was it. Yeah. Well, I think everyone was immediately calmed by the sweet, genuine uh, spirit of our next contestant. <laughs> you just love her. She's, she's so sweet. How can you not? She is. 
our next contestant is Abigail. She's Abigail deaf and she's wearing wonderful. a cochlear implant. What if she's a terrible person though? Like, what are you gonna do if that's revealed? What if she becomes a villain? She, I won't. I will. I will refuse to see it. <laughs> so, do you know what a cochlear implant is, Ernie? Yes, I do. Okay, so for those of you who don't, uh, I did ask my wife, who went to school to be mm-hmm. an interpreter, to come on the show. And she is not here right now, so she did not. And she also told me she was going to write something, and she also did not. <laughs> so we're just going to—we're just using Google. Gotcha. A cochlear implant is a small electronic device that electric, electrically stimulates the cochlear nerve, the nerve for hearing. The implant has external and internal parts. The external part sits behind the ear. It picks up sound with a microphone, and then processes the sound and transmits to the transmits it to the internal part of the implant. So basically, there's a part in her skull that processes the sound that's received from the microphone that's behind the ear. That is so cool. And I love the fact that she like she can hear, but without the implant, she can't hear anything. Yes. Um, but I love that. And I think that also, um, like, one of my best friends is actually hard of hearing. And so, like, I've learned a little bit more about it lately. And so, like, hearing that i was like oh cool like so i'm i'm excited to see what their journey looks like um you know like i mean she can hear him but like he was very he was very sweet in saying like oh i'll i'll just make sure i enunciate you know and when telling him that she's going to be reading his lips a lot and stuff and um but yeah i think that that i I really aside from her having this specific um like disability she does seem just like a genuinely nice kind person yes now i will say as my wife would want to point out they are controversial in the deaf community but you know do what you want to do i'm i want to read more about this i don't want to say the wrong thing so i'm not gonna react but i did not know that i did not know that before she explained it to me so Mm -hmm. Uh, next is, I just, I just went straight down the list with some people who did nothing and provided nothing. Uh, Corinne, Marilyn, Amani, Lauren, and Piper. Uh, they like said words. Any of those girls. They said words and it didn't really matter. I like Piper because I like her name. Piper is a cool name. And she just seemed, she, she was very pretty and I just, I liked her name. (laughs) Uh, then we have. I liked looking at her. True. Yes. It was. I mean, I mean, they're all pretty. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have MJ, who showed up in a MJ. pizza delivery car, and then she went to grab cool. went to grab pizza from the back seat, and it was locked. That was hilarious. And then she had to go back to the front seat and unlock it, and then grab the pizza. I can relate to that. I feel like that's something that would happen to me on a date. So, me trying to impress a guy would not work out very well. And I feel like when that happened, I was like, I get that, MJ. I see you. I understand you. (laughs) Uh, Next, we have uh, Katie. She showed up with a vibrator. Thought that was... Katie, Katie, Katie. Thought it was something. I saw a... That was pretty hilarious. I saw a... I'm part of a bachelor group on Facebook. And they Mm -hmm. shared a Instagram story that Katie did from her house about a time that she crapped herself at work. 
and she just seemed super sweet, and I, I didn't dislike her the first night. I wasn't sure about her. Because but of the vibrator? Because of the vibrator. I just thought it was like a a bit strong of an entrance. It was memorable, though. Yeah, and as the night went on, I I came to like her more. Yeah, she seems she seems nice. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. And then uh, Amber, she showed up on a bike. And then Kimberly, for some reason, threw him a fish. I don't remember that. She just got out of the car and just like tossed him like a uh, like a giant like swordfish like wall hanger like wall hanging thing, and I did not get it, and I they didn't really cover it anymore. Yeah, I don't even remember that. Uh, Cassandra showed up in a football jersey that said "I'm your biggest." F-. She said "I'm your biggest fan," and turned around and said "Mrs. James" on it. Huh. Uh, Ileana gave him a giant meatball. These like these these gifts are like not they're they sound like they're memorable until you list them out like this and yeah. then I'm like I don't really remember. <laughs> you don't you don't want to be in the middle limos. No. If you're not the first two limos or the last limo, good you might as well send yourself home because you're not going very far. <laughs> That's true. And then uh, we have uh, then we have two people left. We have Kit. She shows up in her own car because she said Illinois yes. was giving her major rideshare vibes. Kit, like like love Kit, love love. I love her vibe. I love. And then Matt said that he would not. He was not going to have trouble finding her later. Right. So that was a good. That was she a good sign. Really good, she had some really cool boots on with her dress. I did not like her dress. I see like I don't it would it's not my personal style, but I felt like she rocked it. She did like, rock it. I just think I was like, what's happening here? I don't know if I would have paired those boots with that dress. I don't even know if I would have worn that dress, but I was like, you know what though? She's making it work for her. She I like the dress. I'm not saying I didn't like the dress. I just didn't think like I just feel like she is going to take fashion risks this season. Mm-hmm. And some are going to hit, and some are going to miss. Yeah, and I'm I not think, really sure if this was a hit or a miss. I mean, it was. It felt like the dress fit her personality. Yeah, and I think that it just we don't know her yet, so we didn't know that mm-hmm. it fit. She just yeah. got out of the car. I'm just like, oh, that's that's the dress you wore. I do love the fact that she says in her intro. It says men in flip flops make Kit mad. Kit, I understand that. I love flip flops. No. I love flip flops. We're gonna discuss if we have it wrong, we're gonna discuss this. Okay. Flip flops are comfortable and I love them. I do not I do not like them. <laughs> but uh, I- so then that was all from Kit, then Kit went inside and then we have uh Victoria. <sighs> she showed up in a throne. Held by four sure producers, did. wearing a tiara, and she was looking for her king. Goodness. And then she tripped on the way up and says she's the queen of this kingdom. And Kit said, you can be the queen, but I'll be the president, the king, and the CEO. And <laughs> I I wrote this, dot, 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 I smell drama. 
Oh, 100%. Because later on, what does she call Kit? Princess. I think she, they're going to go at it hard. Oh, yeah. Which is interesting because I have heard that Kit is one of the sweetest people. And she's not, like, that's not very much like her, the way that she came off. So it's interesting to see what competition brings out in people. Yes. That's always interesting in these types of shows. Yeah. Somebody who would be chill and uh, does not take a certain situation well. Mm-hmm. Um, then we, that's the end of the entrances. Do we want to stop and do news and notes here? Or do we want to push a little further? Ooh, let's do news and notes. News and notes. News and notes. Uh, the only news and notes I have is that Peter and Kelly have broken up. R.I.P. to Peter and Kelly. Don't care. And oddly enough, apparently, Barb played a part in it. Okay, this I did not know. Do tell. I read an article a few days ago that said apparently like the final straw for their relationship was that Peter and Kelly had spent had spent Christmas separately. Hmm. I think it was just like the first year in COVID. So they were just the, the, apparently the article said that had already been decided that that wasn't a problem. Mm-hmm. But Peter delayed his arrival to her family. So that he could be with her mom, his mom, Barb, for her birthday and New Year. Mm. So apparently that was like the the final like straw. And apparently they had been, they had both known that there's issues for a while. And basically like Barb like begged them to stay together. Wait, Barb what? Like begged them to stay together. Uh, oh, that's right. Because she loves, she loves her. Yes, almost as much as she or more than she loves Hannah Ann. I don't remember. I do not miss Barb on that show. And I also read a headline. I did not read the article because I just couldn't. I was, was in a not a good headspace after reading the the headline. <laughs> and it said, Bachelor producers would love to see Peter Weber in Paradise. No. no I don't no, want no. to ever see Peter Weber again. No, no, no. How no. can he go to Paradise oh. where A, a third? If not half, the girls are from his season and already he dumped. Didn't Ben Higgins go to Paradise? I think he did. But people love Ben. Yeah, that's true. Nobody loves Peter. No, he's terrible. No. All the girls girls he dumped aren't going to want to be with him. I can't handle him. And all the girls who weren't on his season but watched his season aren't going to be one with him, aren't going to want to be with him anyway, either. I cannot handle this. So he's going to be like the sad, sad bachelor that never gets picked. He'll be Blake. <laughs> no, because Blake, Blake was a was popular at first. Oh, yeah. Then he, then he the became, mightiest fallen. And then he became sad. I think yeah. Peter will arrive expecting to be popular, will never be popular, and then will leave sad after like two weeks. I do not need Peter on the island. I don't either. Need him ruining this for us. I don't. No, 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 no. Uh, the only other news I have is that uh, Carly did an interview about her breakup with Evan. And yes. she said that she couldn't, she gave him the choice. Do you want to be with me or not? And she didn't want to be with someone who, did, you can't force someone to be with you if they don't want to be with you anymore. Mm-hmm. Right, because apparently the house that she bought, that she's in now, Evan encouraged her to buy. 
they said like she she said that there were several bids on several houses that fell through and she was really sad about it and then they found one that they really liked and evan encouraged her to buy it which i don't know if my husband was like you should buy that house i'd be like <laughs> like just me right but she said he encouraged her to buy it and so she did and then he said that he didn't want to live in it with her like he was basically like this we're done which is such a weird i don't know i don't know the backstory behind it i don't know how it all went down but that's the weirdest thing to be like yeah you should buy that house now that you've bought it we're breaking up <laughs> i don't know it's a weird but situation. she did say that she she thought that one of the problems with their relationship though was that they didn't focus there wasn't a lot of time to focus on just them they jumped into it and started having babies and so they didn't really focus. There wasn't a lot of time to focus on just them. They immediately started focusing on their kids. And so she said that she thinks that that was probably like, I guess they they didn't have that foundation that is normally built. Yeah. Beforehand, so All the time to put into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's unfortunate. So, That's yeah. Unfortunate. Uh, anything from you separate from that? No, that was actually my news and notes. So that was my only one. So you kind of segued into it perfectly. Peter and Kelly broke up. Uh, Carly is sad. And that's our sad news and notes. Yep. News and notes. News and notes. Like there was like a typewriter that I like ripped off the page and threw it behind me. (laughs) Uh, So let's start the second half of Matt's episode. All right. Uh, He starts with a prayer. He opens I up. Love he, this. Yes, I loved it too. And then it seemed to hit with a lot of people. Yeah, one girl cried. Yeah. I thought that was a little and, much. But Yeah, she she was like, Oh my gosh, I'm gonna cry. And then when she actually was crying, I love how they were walking by there. Like one girl was like, Are you religious? And she goes, Yeah, but it was really just like what he said. It was just really relatable. <laughs> I was like, Oh gosh. Okay, well you're already a problem. <laughs> like, yeah, but and he says that that's how he handles being nervous. And he just always uh, shooting up little prayers, he says, and that's how he handles uh, his nervousness and anxiety. But he talks about being vulnerable and how his parents are mixed and that he's going to be genuine and not be not pretend. And that's, that's basically what he said was, like, hey, I, I don't know what I'm doing here, so I'm going to do my best, and I appreciate you guys being patient with me. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love the authenticity of that. Yes. Um, and he just, he did seem nervous. He genuinely seemed oh, like, yeah, for sure. like, oh gosh, what am I doing? What do I say to these girls? How are they seeing me? And so I think it was, it, you could definitely tell the difference between someone that is new to the franchise completely blank slate mm-hmm. as opposed to someone who's been in it in some way, shape or form, because those people that have been in it kind of hit the ground running but like it's been a long time since we have had somebody brand new that yes. has not been a contestant has not been on the island you know this is someone that happened to live with someone <laughs> that was a front runner and from what i've heard he got a lot of advice from tyler a lot of advice from hannah and so i think that that's going to be Tyler and Hannah's advices are going to be different, but I think they're mm-hmm. going to 
combined to be well given advice. Mm-hmm. And it sounded like he said, did, like, correct me if I'm wrong, did he say that he planned on going on the show, but like he thought he was going to, like he was planning on being on as a contestant? Yeah, he was, he was scheduled to be on Claire's season. Oh, okay, that's right. And then they had the issue where he was doing cameos for charity as Tyler's fr- Tyler and Hannah's friend, and she called him out, and then he backed out of the season, and then they just made him The Bachelor. That's right. I forgot it was him. That was him, yeah. Hmm. That's interesting that he became The Bachelor. I completely forgot that he was the cameo guy. Yeah. Because he and Tyler were doing cameos during quarantine for charity. Mm-hmm. And I think they're doing it for his charity. The charity he works yeah. with, the charity he does with ABC. Yeah. Hmm. The uh, ABC food tours. That's really interesting. What are your thoughts about this? About what? Like About him being the cameo guy. I just I, I don't I don't have a problem with it because he just I mean he was a model. He's he's a model. Yeah. Like, he was not, we can't pretend that these people don't have a dozen and one ulterior motives for being on the show. Yeah, and, like, aspirations, career aspirations, and right. they're not. There's 32 women and over 40 men just the last two seasons alone. That's one true. Of, one of them maybe wins. Mm-hmm. So we can't pretend like this isn't. A part of the franchise already. Yeah. I completely forgot, though, that he was going to be on Clara's season and he was the cameo guy because I remember her calling, like, she did it, like, in a, a roundabout way. She didn't name names, but she was obviously talking about him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there wasn't anybody else who was doing cameos for charity. Okay. I love that ABC was like, hey, so you're not going to be on this season? You're going to jab out? Well, we'll make you the lead. Right. <laughs> I'm sure Claire was like somewhere mad about it. Oh, of course she was. She was like, Claire's that kind of person. I've done this before. Right. Claire's that kind of person. Oh, yeah. Super petty. Ugh. I don't miss her. No, me either. Uh, so then they, he does the toast after that, and we get this party started. He talks to Sarah first, and uh, she said she was nervous, and he said she did great. They had a mm-hmm. good conversation. I really liked I really liked Sarah so far. <laughs> I have uh he talks to more people. None of their names are shown about being a black bachelor and opening up with a prayer. They didn't even like the next like four people that he talked to, we did not get any names. No wonder I don't remember. <laughs> I'm just like, okay, well you guys aren't important. Right. Because you didn't even get your... It's not even... It's not that hard to put your name on the screen. The ABC was like, don't worry. They don't <laughs> make it fun. <laughs> Some producers like working overtime to put all the names in like, hey, don't worry about it. But Just this, don't worry. No, don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> They're not making it very far. And then uh, he played chess with... I'm going to really struggle with this name until I try to fi- until I figure it out. Sine. Is it me? My- I think it's Sine. I think so too. I thought that was really cute. Where he's, he's, he's in the chess club, and she goes, "Oh, you're you're smart." He goes, "I wasn't good at it. But I didn't say I was good at it." 
<laughs> like I love it. she's like so you're a nerd and then when he makes the movement she's like can you do that and he was like nah I'm just like <laughs> that was funny I enjoyed it I'm just like I don't know much but I don't think that's yeah. a thing you can do I don't know okay I don't know if I, I brought this up but I was just thinking about it because when he was standing next to the chessboard but his tux on point did you notice the uh, I, I had this confirmed in an interview that I heard with Robert with Rob Mills, mm-hmm. but they were going for a slight, uh, slight James Bond vibe I, with with their advertising. I was definitely getting James vibes from and, that tux. Yeah, from the tux, but they had been doing it with the uh, with the with the like the advertising for the last mm-hmm. little bit. But it was I don't just think like noticed that. It was subtle nods because he said the James Bond people are very litigious. Oh, yeah. So he had to be careful, but like he was just like, he, and then they were saying how they hadn't done any James Bond related uh, advertising since the British guy. Wait, there was a British guy? There's a British bachelor. When? I don't know. Was he. What? There. There was a British bachelor? Apparently. I love how you just casually drop that in there since the British guy. I'm like, hang on, what? I yeah. have no, I literally have no idea who you're talking about. It was on the ABC Bachelor? Yes. It was The Bachelor season 12. It was Matt Grant. I, I like, seriously, my mind is... It was The Bachelor, also known as The Bachelor London Calling. Oh. Featured 27-year-old bachelor Matt Grant courting 25 women from the U.S. He is the first British bachelor, second non-American, and second bachelor outside from, from outside the United States. I literally have no idea who this man is. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like I said, I took a long break from Bachelor Nation. He is a English financier and business development manager from Cambridge. So he obviously didn't stay with the girl he picked. Uh, no, he ended up choosing. Let's see. Oh, he looks better now. He chose Sh- uh, Shane Lamas of Malibu, California. She was an actress. Yeah, he looks way better now. And she's only been married once, so they did not. She did not get get married. I don't even know who came from this season. Is this even even existent? Did it like happen in a a black hole or like a twilight zone? I really don't remember anything about this man. Uh, the next bachelor was social. Jason Mesnick. Comment on our social and tell us if you remember him and what your thoughts were. The I have ne- no idea. Was I Men in Black? Did like Tommy Lee Jones like hold that thing up to my face and just like wipe my bachelor memories? The next can, the next bachelor was Jason Mesnick. Wow. So, and then none of. The girls that were from uh, none of the girls from his season were the Bachelorette because they had uh, 
think it was Diana. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was. He, so, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. She didn't. He <laughs> no didn't, idea. He didn't do any importance whatsoever. Nope. He, I, like I said, no idea. Had no idea of his existence until you just said it. That was but such it, a that was such a weird rabbit hole we just went down from right? James from from Matt's suit. <laughs> so what you're saying though is that they used they hadn't done any James Bond esque stuff. Since that guy. Since that guy. Since I, and I've already forgotten his name. Matt Doesn't. Grant. Doesn't mean anything. But okay, we'll move on. Uh, Kayla, because her name is spelled so weird, I'm going to have a tr- lot of trouble remembering her name is Kayla. So maybe I should just start spelling it the way I spell it. Just so I, I don't mispronounce it. Why, why would you do that? No, you need to say her name. You I, need to I, say her name. I, I will say it properly. I just don't want to mispronounce it because it looks different for me. Yeah, it's Kayla. You just have to remember Kayla. <laughs> There's the, the, like, the age is, literally all you have to. The age is throwing me remember. off, Ernie. The age is throwing me off. I keep wanting to say Kayla. No, it's Kayla. <laughs> okay, leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> she said, "Matt is a five-course meal," and you say, "You know how people say that someone looks like a snack." This man's a five-course meal with a soup and everything. I love everything that she was saying that time. Yes. <laughs> and then when she said, like, some, would somebody say, like, I'm hung- now I'm hungry. And she was like, well, good news. The meal's walking around here. The whole- <laughs> yes, that's, that was funny. <laughs> uh, that's excited. I was like, I freaking love Kayla. Uh, she t- He talks to Mari next. And she gives him a plane ticket. And then she talks about where she's from in Puerto Rico and the struggles that come with, you know, living in a mostly forgotten American territory that does not get the resources mm-hmm. that other... She said there's always a hurricane. There's always some sort of natural disaster that they have to worry about. Um, you, 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 you could move. Okay. I'm, look, I'm just saying if you're that, like... If I if my biggest fear was hurricanes, I'm not gonna live in Florida. Okay, yeah, but like they're from like they're from Puerto Rico. They have Puerto Rican pride. They love Puerto Rico. That's fine. You can just move. <laughs> I I don't see why not. No. They're from Puerto Rico. That's where they live. I get that. But if my big like if a fear that I live with every day of my life was Provel cheese, I'm not gonna live in St. Louis anymore. <laughs> Like there are certain like I understand that, but like thing. if you know that natural disasters are a problem and you also know that as a territory of the United States you don't get the proper resources to combat them, then leave. Okay, then everybody in Puerto Rico would leave. That's fine. Don't live in Puerto Rico. Like No. No. They love their homeland. Get out of here with that. Get out of here with that nonsense. I'm and I'm not I'm not saying it's just because it's Puerto Rico. I think Puerto Rico is beautiful. <laughs> I think it looks great. And I respect the people that live there. But, like, also, like, if you're afraid of earthquakes and hurricanes, don't live in a place where you get earthquakes and hurricanes. Uh, anyway, though. But she's so she ab- was really serious about this, talking about her grandma being older and then worried. And then homegirl Katie comes up with her vibrator and taps her on the shoulder. <laughs> yeah. And then she was not super happy about it. No. No. Mari, 
Mario was like, first of all, she looked at that and was like, um, I can't believe you touched me with that. Then proceeded to go back into the party and tell multiple groups of people. And how happy she was about it. <laughs> and then I love when Katie comes back in and is like, yeah, I had my time with him, blah, blah, blah. You know, I was talking about it. And then she was like, was it, what did she say? Was it my, did I come here meaning to touch a, um, a beauty, pa- a beauty queen, <laughs> a pageant queen with a v- vibrator? No. Did I enjoy like, it? No. Yes. Right. <laughs> That was so great. Yeah. But like, I love how then also she's like, Mari could benefit from it. Maybe like, I can let her borrow it if she needs it. Yeah, it Mari was, was so serious, though. It's true. Mari was real. I think she was probably nervous. Uh, I think that Mari was probably like, I. she reminds me of, um, she gave me Priyanka Chopra vibes. Yeah. Yeah, I see that. Yeah. And Priyanka Chopra always seems too serious to me. Yeah. She knows she's pretty. She knows that she's married to Nick Jonas. She knows that she's like, mm, I was on this canceled show called Quantico. I'm so great. That's what I see about. That's what I see Mari as. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> um, Mari. So then next he talks to uh, Kayla and they drink sweet tea in the back of her truck. Like I said, I loved that. That I think that was a perfect date. She's definitely like, that was like, until they get to know each other better, that's her way of sticking around. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, hey, we have the same roots. We have something to build on. We don't have to like, it's not going to be that weird for like family holidays. We'll just drive to different parts of the same state. Nah, she's not winning though. No, she's not. But (laughs) that's, that's her hope. Uh... Then he watches Chelsea do her runway walks. Which was really funny. And she trips. I I don't, yeah, the the poor thing. I'm just like, oh, you try to be cool and attractive with your runway, your runway walking and you trip. Right. But again, whenever they trip or do something embarrassing, I find them relatable. So. So you you find a six foot woman uh, relatable? Okay, shut up. <laughs> there we go. I was going to sneak one in. I just had to find the right spot. <laughs> uh, then, this is, then these are my notes exactly. Dances from dances with confused emoji. No idea who that was. She danced, She He dances with somebody, didn't recognize her, didn't see her name. I have no idea who he even danced with. Uh, exactly. Completely wiped from my memory. Yeah. Uh, he does that, uh, that game where you roll the ball into, like, the, uh, the holes to get points. Ski-ball? Yes, I couldn't think of the word ski-ball. <laughs> Jeez. And he did that with Piper. And, no, he, and then he gets a snow globe and has a 30-second conversation with Kit. Okay, Kit was, like, that was cute, the way she was, like, this will remind us both of home. And she was getting into it. I think she was about to have a good conversation with him. Yeah, I feel like it was going to be a good one. And then freaking Victoria comes waltzing up and is like, okay, princess, the queen is here. Yeah. Get out of (laughs) here. Poor kid. The way she was just like, uh, okay. Like, sometimes people are looking for the lead to be like, no, hang on. Just come back. like... 
like I, obviously we don't know how long they talked before they sat down. Mm-hmm. Like they may have just walked to sit down someplace for like the videoed part of their introduction, and they chatted mm-hmm. a little bit. But like I'd have been like, hey, like she's been down here like ten seconds, right? So come back later, Victoria. Come. Why don't you sit at the top of the stairs? I'll be with you in like two minutes. Ugh, I already can't stand her. And but. then uh, Chris comes in, and he drops off the first impression, Rose. Sure did. Which, as it always does, kind of changes the mood, goes from fun to serious. And Victoria's like, well, that's mine. That's mine, because I made a good impression. That's my Rose. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. He's trying to talk to everyone, but there's a lot of people. That was one of the few times where, like, Lee is like, hey, I'm trying to talk to everyone. This is difficult. Mm-hmm. I think he did a good job of working the room. I, I do think he did. I know there were some girls that missed out. But, oh, gosh. And then Victoria, when she was back and sat down with Kit and a couple of other girls. And I was like, did you get your time with him? Go out there. Go out there and get him. Like, go out there and get it. <laughs> And when I forgot who it was, Amber or something, but like she was like, I'll I'll go find him when I want to find him. Yeah. You know, like, oh gosh, it was just embarrassing, like listening to it. And then another girl did marketing and she's like, get out there and market yourself to him. Go market yourself. And she's like, what? <laughs> go market yourself. Yeah, just gonna go market yourself. I could not handle those scenes. Like, I was like, what is she doing? And I think she called them all idiots, the ones who didn't yeah. go find him. Uh-huh. Not cool. I see a women tell-all, dramatic women oh, it's tell-all. Gonna be, it's going to be rough. And uh, he talks to Bree, and then she talks about how her parents are mixed, too, and the struggles of not having parents who were together through any of her life. Mm-hmm. And was was it, did she say that her mom was Latina? But looked white. Is that what she said? Oh, I think I thought she said Persian. Persian and looks white. Yeah. Yeah. So she was white passing and then her dad was black. Yes. And so, yeah. So it was kind of similar to him. Only his mom is white. Yeah. But yeah. So I thought that that was nice that they had similar backstories that they could. And then she said that her parents were split up before that she was ever even born. Mm-hmm. So that, that must have been hard. Yeah. Uh, and then she sits down with Ab- he sits down with Abigail and he talks to her about her sister's experience being deaf and how uh, she kind of like let her sister like take the lead and like show her mm-hmm. how to be in terms of, like yeah. in terms of like how to be comfortable being deaf but like also like not let it control you or anything. Yeah, yeah. Did she say if her sister had the cochlear implant too? No, but I would guess so. Gotcha. I wouldn't think one of them would have it and one of them didn't. That's true. Yeah. Now, I like I really liked hearing her her family story. I really liked hearing I don't know, there maybe I don't know if it's the way that it was edited or something, but she just seems so relaxed. Yeah. Seems so mm-hmm. different than everyone. And I don't I did not count, but I should have how many times he commented on how beautiful she was. Oh yeah, like he was bunch, really surprised. like a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was really into her eyes, which is sweet. So that yeah, that was that was a really good conversation. Uh, he and then she go he goes in for a kiss, 
and she gets mm. the the first official bachelor makeout of 2021. Like she was so excited about that, but she was like, yeah. "She just took it to the next level," and I loved it. <laughs> yeah, and then Matt makes a beeline for the person fresh and rose, mm-hmm. and comes right back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then they, she was. Those girls blushing. were like, "Oh, he's taking it out of here." Oh, it's not us. <laughs> and then she was blushing as he gave it to her. That was so sweet. I loved that. Yeah. And then Chris gets us started for the first rose ceremony of the season. Mm-hmm. This episode flew by. It did. It felt multifaceted. Like it felt like I I don't know. It felt like it felt like the old days of The Bachelor. Like, and I wasn't watching necessarily on the old days. <laughs> per se. Um, like I remember watching the first season with Alex and then Trista. Um, but like, even, I don't know, it just felt like a bachelor throwback to me. Yeah. The open package of like getting to know the bachelor and then the way that's set up with the mansion, you know, but it's a different mansion. Yeah. Um, and are they traveling this season? No, it, everything will be on Nevin Coleman. Okay. Cause like, it just looked like it looks so extravagant it's like the in comparison to um claire slash tasia season it looks so well i think nevin coleman from what i've heard or what i've read is a much nicer facility much nicer much bigger much more to do yeah man and just that main building compared to la quinta yeah was just gorgeous like i was like whoa what is this yeah it was massive and beautiful and i think that claire slash tasha season would have been better there because it would not have been 120 degrees right those poor guys everyone was so hot yeah but yeah where is this taking place again what's this is, this is like uh pennsylvania okay okay um, hence why we see Matt in a turtleneck and a suede jacket later on. Yes. Crying. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so I think, I think that just, it reminded me of like old school bachelor with the stairs and the mansion and just the whole vibe. I don't know. Yeah. I liked it. No, I liked it. Uh, I'm going to. I'm going to try to get the uh, rose ceremony right because they moved quick for me. I really, I'm going to be honest. I didn't pay attention to who went home or who got roses. I just said, oh, okay, she's gone. All right. All right. And then we have, uh, all right. So then, so we already have a rose for Abigail. And then the rest of the roses went to Bree. Rachel, Chelsea, Sarah, MJ, Serena P, Kayla, Kristen, Kit, Maggie, Piper, Mari, Ileana, Jacinia, Kylie, Mary Lynn, Serena C, Lauren, Sydney, Elena, Katie, Anna, and unfortunately, Victoria. So then he sent Alicia, Amber, Carolyn, Cassandra, Corinne, Amani, Kimberly, and Sine home. 
basically the girls that were like, I didn't get to talk to him. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, no, you didn't get to talk to him, so bye. Right, so maybe you should have been, I mean, yeah. You should have like, marketed yourself. Victoria was being a jerk, but, like, also, like, you have to, like, you don't just wait for an opening. Um, we see what happened with Ben when he tried to wait. He got lucky that first time. Then he got lucky a second time. Yes. So you gotta, <laughs> you gotta put yourself out there. You gotta do something. Yeah. Yeah. You can't, you, look, he's not gonna come around and find you. No. He's got, there's too many women that he has to talk to for him to f- come mm-hmm. find you specifically. So just like. How many women, how many women are there this season? 85? 32 and eight were sent home. <laughs> Okay, gotcha. That's that's, but that's still that's still twenty four women. Jeez. Also, I have some questions about um, the previews. I did not see the previews. You didn't? No, I'm gonna try not to see every preview. Okay, so then I won't mention what. Okay, but I mean, I'm, I'm I'm not like actively avoiding them. I'm just like if I don't, if like I'm not gonna like set aside time to see it. Okay, because I was wondering, like, I have a friend that used to do that during Marvel movies. Like, he wouldn't watch any previews of anything. Just to go into a complete surprise. So, it's okay for me to mention what I'm going to mention? Sure, go for it. All right, so next week's, or not next week, but, like, an overall season overview. It looks like more girls are going to arrive. I, are you, are you speaking of a specific, a specific woman that I heard might be involved in this season? I'm not thinking of specific women, but I can't think of one that was was a weird reference of something transactional. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. That's uncomfortable. Uh-huh. Like one girl they think that she might be a um she might have a sugar daddy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, um, I think she's getting paid like by wealthy men. Uh, what? And then there's some other girl that comes in, and she's like immediately like, "Yeah, um, I'm here. Sorry, not sorry." It looks like there's more women that are getting added. Like they might be doing a thing that they did last season. Only Matt's the only bachelor. It's not like Claire's gone and Tasha's arrived. That's weird. Yeah. So I'm really confused yeah, as weird. to what is happening. But apparently, uh, this is like all over the place. So I'm okay. I'm okay. I feel decent about this. But apparently, Heather Martin. Oh yes. That's who I was talking about. Okay, I forgot about that. But yes. Okay. What is the story with them? Heather, Did it, they... Heather Martin is best friends with Hannah. And apparently, Hannah has tried multiple times to set them up before. Matt was cast as The Bachelor. Oh, jeez. So Heather's going on the show to get her shot. That's stupid. Be that that's as it may. Stupid. That's, I was, I heard a rumor that she might be on the season, and then I don't know if she was on the preview or it just got yeah, out. Yeah, she's on the preview. Okay, so she's that's, on the she is, she is Hannah's best friend now in, in California. Interesting. Okay, were they both on Colton season yes. together? They became very close on Colton's season, and then I think they live close in L.A. 
And apparently she tried to set him up with Matt with her set her up with Matt before. Because I couldn't remember what season that girl came from, but I knew that she I was like, I know her. I don't know how I know her. Which one? Um, that's silly though. So because Hannah tried to, to set her up with him, because when she comes in, Chris Harrison is like, You could ruin everything for Matt. And it's like, oh my gosh! Like, I think really- it's probably she probably they probably phrase it like that because Hannah's so close to him, and like, and he thinks that like, I mean, he's probably thinking, well, she knows me so well, they assume that would be a good match, so maybe that's why it throws things a rent and throws a wrench in things, or just because it's so late. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know when when she comes in, but there's new people. There's new girls and then there's Heather. So yeah, those that was all on the previews. And I this looks so dramatic. Good. All right, so I'm dramatic. excited. I'm excited. And at one point he's crying. Well yeah, because they always he cry. Cries. Everyone and cries. It's like, are you okay? And he's like, No, I'm not. And his eyes are super red. And he's walking around pacing around crying. Who did this? Who made Matt James cry? Also, why does he have such a cool name? It's so basic, but it's Matt James. <laughs> yeah. I think anytime somebody's last name is James, it's cool. I think but I think he would be less cool if he wasn't super tall and attractive. Really? I think so. I think part of I think part of what makes his name awesome is him. I guess. I guess. Maybe you're right. Because if it was like a four eleven man named Matt James, I'd be like, cool, whatever. <laughs> right. All right. Uh, anything else? Nope, that's it. I'm just really falling in love with Matt James. Um, really like that laugh of his. Yeah. Like his height. I think really this is gonna be a this is gonna be a great season. Yeah, I'm super excited about it. All right. Well, I think that's it from us. You can follow us on Instagram at Podcasting for the Right Reasons. You can follow us on Twitter at Right Reasons Pod. Uh, if you found us because you liked my wife's tweet and want to give us a shout out, try, want to give us a try, thank you. Shout out to Zoe for shout going Zoe semi-viral. For, <laughs> for, for killing the tweet game. Uh, and, you know, maybe I'll finally convince her to say something this season. Maybe she can tell us more about cochlear implants. Maybe. Maybe she'll, maybe she'll come on. She'll be our, our, export, our expert source. Yes, sounds good to me. All right, anything else? Nope, that's it. All right. We're excited about this new year of Bachelor Nation. Absolutely. Until next week, everybody. Bye. Bye.